Jamie, I think this might be the most important item in the news today. Mm-hmm. The Netflix socks. Okay, so these are socks that you can put on that when you're watching Netflix, it will figure out sense when you have gone to sleep and it will pause your Netflix so that you don't miss anything. Now you have to, apparently you have to make them. They, there's some instructions about that. It's not yet, yet a standalone product. Yeah, so there's when inst- you first told me about this earlier this morning, I was like, oh, that's the greatest thing ever. I'm buying them for Brian and I for Christmas. Yes. This is so great. It's and not that I easy. And then I went on the site and I'm reading and it says you have to make them. And literally, I have never flip-flopped so fast into, oh, we'll forget about it. But it's a, it's a fun idea. It's, it's a kind fun of silly, idea. but if you're, I, I've had it happen before. You know, I, I should go to bed earlier than I do, but you're watching one episode of something and then it automatically rolls into the next and you're, oh, maybe we'll just watch for 15 more minutes. I'm actually re-watching the entire series of Breaking Bad right now. There's so much good TV while you're re-watching Well, something. because I'm not going to start something new if Brian's not home. Yeah. I'm a really good wife like that. Yeah. So I have been re-watching Breaking Bad just in free time because I found that that show makes me really happy. Just pick something obscure that he's not going to want to watch. I know. I tried to watch some comedy specials and stuff like that, but I'm actually pretty good. I found about, okay, time to go to bed, turn off the TV or turn off the laptop and then go into sleep mode. Like, I don't usually fall asleep with it on. Are you that person? No. No, I'll right. turn off the TV and go. I wish I could fall asleep that easily. No, I cannot either. Yeah. Uh, Second Avenue Subway, we were talking about that. Uh, oh, there are so many people who are just so over all the construction above ground, too. Well, there's kind of the various government agencies and consultants are now bickering about whether they think they can actually make the December of next year time frame. I remember this is a project that was first proposed in 1929. (laughs) Yes. And then they keep changing around the dates or they kept changing around the when they thought they would be done. But now they're saying that they definitely are going to hit the end of next year. Did you see my uh, dark side, light side live shot with Roger Clark this morning? You know, I did not. Okay. So (laughs) so at at the end of it, 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 this ice cream company they got to be friends with Bob Iger at Disney, and he said, hey, you guys can be the official ice cream of Star Wars. We should say that the ice cream there at Ample Hills is very good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I haven't had the Star Wars flavor. But. So they have the two Star Wars flavors. There's the light one right. that is the force of good, and the dark one, which is the chocolate, is the force of evil. So Roger says to me on air, <laughs> he says, Pat, are you a dark side guy or a light side guy? I said, Roger, what are you... What do you think? I, I'm I'm on the light side. <laughs> I'm uh, on the light side. Right. And and he said, oh, I, I didn't know. I said, well, how could, how could you not know? How could you not know me by now? So then I got kind of angry at him <laughs> on TV. And I said, enough. Cut this off. And then we put up the color bars. Oh, funny. Yeah, I thought it was funny. But then this lady writes in on email oh, and says, no. Pat Kiernan was so rude to Roger Clark this morning. Oh, people don't know how to take a joke. People are so sensitive these days about everything. And at first I thought she was joking. But no, no, she was 100% serious and she didn't get that it was a gag. People take all of this stuff too seriously. She wants, all an, the time. She wants an on-air apology to Roger. Are you going to give it? No, I'm not going <laughs> to give it. It was, a, it was a joke. Roger understood that it was a joke. No, Roger could care less. Roger, we should note, is one of the most fun-loving humans. We'll never be offended. Yeah. Well, you see this uh, monkey thing here? You know, you just showed it to me and... This is page three of the New York Post. We'll find a link and and put it up. It's something called the monkey face 
orchid. It looks fake to me. It's a flower. But that it has grows... the face of a monkey in it. Well, nobody's going to fake that. I know, but it just looks fake. What I want to know is, is it just one? Or does every every time this flower grows, it looks like that? Because you know how sometimes somebody has like a grilled cheese sandwich that looks like the Virgin Mary or something? Oh, yeah, people do like the Jesus pancakes and stuff. Yeah, I, I'm wondering is... Let's do some monkey-faced orchid research. Hmm. It originates in South America. I really want to go to South America, so maybe I'll go looking for these. There was a thing in the Wall Street Journal this morning about Paris, tourism way down in Paris. Yes. And, and what I said on TV this morning was, if you think back to September 11th, people around the world were very good at coming to New York in the, the latter days of 20, 2001 yeah. and saying, we want to support your city. We're coming here. We're spending money at your restaurants. We're coming to your, your airports. And most importantly, we're showing our solidarity that it is safe and life will continue and it is okay. So a lot of people have canceled trips to Paris. Which, to which is so sad. To which I say, do it. If you, if, you, if, if you have the money, if you've been thinking you might want to go to Paris. You should go. Do it the next couple of months. We're actually figuring out where we should go over New Year's, so maybe we should consider <laughs> Paris. Run, run off to Paris. <laughs> it is a nice thing to do. Um, actually, on the same page in the Wall Street Journal yeah. was this story about board games with your family over the holidays. Right. And the experts in parenting say, after the age of four, don't throw All the game don't throw the game in favor of the kid don't let the kid win i have two young nephews who are six and nine do, and you, let, I have, do you let them win no not anymore because they're they talk and act like adults now and sometimes especially if they're in like a little bit of a bratty mood i'm sort of like i'm gonna show you who the real adult is here I mean, i'll give the kids the benefit of the doubt on like a tough call or something sure but no the 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 way that you learn how to play Monopoly is you get your butt kicked a few times by somebody who's a savvy real estate no, investor. No, you have to learn how to lose. I have a terrible, terrible losing attitude. Terrible. You do? Yeah, I'm a terrible sore loser with anything. I'm very competitive. So even when your your nephews were like three years old, you didn't let them win? Oh, yeah, but like when it comes to anything, like we were in Vegas and like we lose one little thing and I'm in a bad mood. The Eagles lose, I'm in a bad oh, mood. Oh, believe me, I remember that day when you, I can't even remember what a story, you were upset that I didn't like some story oh, that you yeah. liked. yeah, what was that story? I don't story? even remember. Thank, thank goodness we've both gotten past that. But you wouldn't let oh, that go Breaking all day. Oh, the Breaking Bad story, and that's the show I'm rewatching right now because they were going to the Smithsonian. Oh, and I, I said, that's not a New York story. Oh, Why would yeah. I put that on TV here? Oh, no, no, I have a really like bad right, streak. A dog with a bone all day with that. I know. My dad used to say I was like a pit bull until I got what I wanted. Hmm. I think that's a compliment. That's all I have on my list today. Anything else you want to talk about? What about how all of the politicians wore their same suits to the debate the other day or the same outfit? I noticed it when Ted Cruz and Donald Trump were on that side by side shot because CNN had positioned them so that right. when one was talking, they just had the other one <laughs> always up there uncomfortably listening. And it was the uniform, right? It was the dark suit, right. the red tie. And the New York Times actually did a, a rundown of how prevalent that is. It's practically the uniform well, it's like, for the Republican candidates. Well, what else would they wear? 
It's just maybe a little... if they wore a purple tie, is that what no, you mean? Well, no, the the whole red, white, and blue thing is a little over the top. I and, get it, and, and and you could mix it up a bit. It doesn't always have to be the red power tie. I get that, but the dark suit is the right move, and a bright color tie is right. But I would go for maybe like a purple or an orange. Yeah, just, just to stand out. Just mix it up now and then. I say this and I'm wearing a red tie right How now. about instead of, there should be more women up there? Well, anyone's welcome to run. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see if there was a panel of women running for president. All right. I think we got to cut it off for today. All right. You can subscribe. You can comment. You can rate the podcast. You can and should do all of those things. Send us an email through our website, patandjamie.com. If you have any questions, concerns, suggestions. Good to talk to you today. Thanks, Jamie. See ya.